Hello there and welcome back to the Chat Shit Get Fit, the fitness news where we unpack the week's biggest news in health and fitness. I'm Bill and as always I'm joined by Tom. Good evening or morning depending on where you are at this Yeah we said this time. before Tom, yeah, I think people get the idea now that we just mean it in general. It's a general yeah. greeting. Yeah. Good day fellow podcast listeners. All good evening, good afternoon, good brunch, is that a thing, good brunch? No it's not is it, brunch is food related isn't it? Maybe in West London yeah. Maybe in Westland, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right, anyway. guys, this week we are going to take a closer look at the best time of day for strength and endurance training to improve health and performance according to a new systematic review and major analysis. And that's it. Basically, we only got one piece of news and this little, little update, the, the show is essentially going to streamline. But it's massive new- though. It's massive news. Is it? Ma- yeah, it's massive. It's news yeah, this, of news. This study Deception. is going to blow your mind. It's big news. It's, it's, it's massive news. But yeah, we're going to streamline the show going forward, guys. So basically, the podcasts, well, they probably will be shorter in duration. Um, there's a few reasons for that um, behind the scenes, which we're obviously not going to go into. But basically, it could be a blessing in disguise in a way because it just means that we're going to have to focus on the, the best piece of news we find each week. And it means we can just focus on that one piece. So obviously be more in depth on that piece of news. Plus it just means for you listening, you don't have to think of three, four pieces of different news and try and retain all that information. You could just think, okay, we're focusing on this piece of news today, take the information and you can obviously run away with it from there. Also going on to that, there's some good stuff for Patreons as well. So obviously if we mention it in most podcasts, Patreon is like our support thing. There's going to be the full video podcast is now going to be uploaded on there. Before it was just behind the scenes, but basically now everything we record is just going to go in one video file to Patreon so they can watch all of it unfold from start to finish on Patreon, okay? As well as they'll still get the podcast early as well. Basically, it's a good place to go. Of course, speaking of Patreon, we might as well do a little shout out now. Jenny and Clean, producers of the show. Always a pleasure to have you listening to the podcast. That's if you are listening. I hope you are. You're a producer, so we <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty sure if you weren't. <laughs> Devastated. Um, and of course, thank you to everyone else who supports us over there. If you want to join them and get access to the cool little bonuses, plus enjoy the fact that we get to know your name, which is sounds a bit creepy, but some people will like that, that we get to know your existence. Uh, <laughs> Tom's face. <laughs> Almost sounds like the appeal for OnlyFans. Yeah, we're not going to get naked, just unless you are, unless you want it. Well, no, no. Open. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I never understood the appeal for like paying for OnlyFans when you can literally see a pair of tits at the click of a button for free anyway. But apparently, there's a psychology there hmm. about how like it feels like it's more of a personal connection. Personal, yeah, personal connection. Yeah, you know. And there's yeah, that just- hope that they might see your payment and then acknowledge you by knowing your name. Can I make something really clear, guys? The psychology part of what Tom's saying is true when it comes to Patreon, yes. Okay, there, there is that. But we just want to make it clear, we are not going to get naked, nor are we going to accept visitors to our homes, <laughs> nor are we going to be <laughs> hoping to put restraining orders out, okay? Um, it's just a way, obviously, for you to support us. So patreon.com slash podcast, or check out the, oh, excuse me, the 7up, drank that 7up too fast. Well, have you had, have, have you had 7-Up recently? I forgot how nice it is. Do you know what I have? I've had 7-Up Cherry recently. You had what? 7-Up Cherry. 7-Up Cherry, well. Uh, anyway, back, West back, London. Back, back to what I was saying. Yeah. Um, down in the show notes, there is also a link to Patreon, okay? So same thing begun over there. Podcast nice and early. The full podcast will be in video format over there um, for you to enjoy as well, okay? So just a little update on the new show going forward. But with all that being said, a bit of a long intro, let's get into this week's fitness news. 
we're going to get on to the first and only piece of news, as is such the new streamlined fitness news format. So, research paper about the best time of day to exercise. Now, this is often a topic of debate, especially on social media. Um, even recently, now the whole biohacking scene is like loads of people now basically saying things like, you know, it's optimal to train 42 seconds after you've woken up in direct sunlight while chewing on a sandal, humming the national, you know, humming the national anthem. So it's basically just like a whole list of random shit you yeah. have to do while you're working out um obviously that's a joke don't do that i mean unless you want to i mean <laughs> do you imagine doing that i mean if you want garden, to crack on <laughs> looking at the sun chewing on a fucking flip-flop directly into the sun <laughs> yeah i know right um yeah but there's people who will say there's like all these things you need to do when you work out to get the optimal results okay um actually that reminds me it sounds like we just basically <laughs> that reminds me of someone it reminds me of something we need to go on to that might sound quite Huberman-esque, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I want to make something quite clear because we got we got a message. I don't know if I told you something. We got a message into the Instagram. Um, and no. I'm, always, I'm always good at addressing stuff. You know, I'm not afraid of uh, people jumping in. Um, basically saying, what have you got? What is wrong? Hang on. I was re- you know, I'll fucking read it out to you. It'd be a lot easier, wouldn't it? This is brilliant. So this person put, it's been bugging me for a couple of days now. And I have to ask, what have you got against Huberman? What exactly does he say that is wrong? Cheers. I, I did respond by saying, I hope we haven't kept you up all night. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hope you've not been awake for, for nights thinking of our thing is we've never actually said anything that bad have we I can't I don't think we've ever like do you know what it's uh it, it's got to the point now where I just I just like making jokes about not liking Huberman yeah it's not to even the point like where I try and think well, why don't I like him I don't know I think it's just because it's so ingrained into my memory now that yeah I don't we don't I, I must make like, fun of him like I don't think he's, no. that, he's not that bad really like I, I, the way do I you know what like was, he's on, he's no, no, go on, you go first. All I was going to say was that he's a typical example of, we, off air, we were talking about social media, of he was he, he had his expertise in his field, he's got he's yes. blown up on social media, and because of that, he's now put his finger into all these different pies, and he's now all in all these different podcasts, talking about all these different topics, and because he's got so, I don't know if he's just subconsciously confident in his own ability with things, is that he just talks about everything and anything, and he goes down these little rabbit holes, and he, his language can get a bit like... The things he says sometimes about like, oh, research shows this, research shows this, and oh, there's, there's data to show this. And it's like it's very ambiguous and vague. But because he's so confident and he's got this traction behind him, it's kind of like sometimes he says shit which is completely bizarre. Yeah. Um, so pretty much everything you said there, uh, I'll add on to it a little bit. And it's kind of like, and this is this is not just him in my way, but this is other people as well. Like uh, you'll get professionals in a certain very niche industry because they've got a title behind their name. Yeah. Like uh, they're a doctor or whatever. So, for example, like we had it with like the, the whole keto thing where we had a uh, Dr. Fun, who I, yeah. believe, I think he was like a, a doctor in like his speciality was kidneys, mm-hmm. you know, which is a very, very, very niche setting. Specific, yeah. For a doctor. But because he's got doctor before his name, people are saying, well, he's got to be right. He's a doctor. Mm-hmm. He's got a weight of authority behind his name. Yeah. And the same thing with Huberman is, um, you know, he's not he's not a stupid guy, by the way. No, he's not a funny man, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and actually in his field, I've actually quoted some of his yeah, we, research we've mentioned in the before, past. Like, yeah. yeah, in the podcast, we've used some of his information to support I've actually our cited like- some of his, his own specific niche research before. Mm. But because he is a researcher and he'll just throw something random out there and make wild claims about it, people say, yeah, but he's a researcher. Mm. So he's got to be right. Are you telling me that a researcher is wrong? And he'll just make all these kind of wild, like, biohacking-esque claims. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, do you know what? Like, if you're saying, if it's something you're taking an interest in, so, for example, a whole, like, cold water exposure, etc. Hmm. okay, if you find it's interesting, that's cool. But the problem is, is that people then, like, or people with, like, a weight behind their name, a title, 
you know, such as research or a doctor or a PhD, etc., they will kind of drag it out and make it seem a lot more important or evidence-based than what it actually is. But the thing is, like, a lot of like, the biohacking space, etc., and a lot of these wild claims like, oh, you know, this one weird hack, it gains traction. And it comes down to, do you do you know it gains traction and that's why you'll find yeah. out these wild claims? I was going to say, mate, because this is, the, this is the problem I've got with podcasts in general. Obviously, it's ironic because we've got a podcast, but like these people are going on these podcasts and because they know they've been brought on to get a viral clip because that's what they've basically been brought on the podcast yeah. for is they'll say some random thing and they'll be like, well, Tom, well, I'm going to blow your mind. You know, you know, you're sitting down listening and I'm going to blow your mind. And they'll be like, you know, science shows that this receptor in this animal and this age showed that this happened and brain activity happened, blah, 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 blah. So this means that this could happen, which means the pyramids were made by aliens, which then means that the world's going to explode in 2439. They just start adding all, they start basically... What's the word? They'll they'll chain reaction, so they'll fight. They'll say they'll mention Make one it thing from a study. Claim. Yeah, they'll make one little finding from this little tiny research paper, which they'll say research shows, and because they're a big personality, everyone goes, "Oh, that's interesting." And then they'll keep linking things on and making yeah. assumptions. They'll keep assuming things after that one claim, and then because they sound really intelligent when they say it, people are like, "Fucking hell, really?" But actually, it's like if you actually look at what they've said, a lot of it's just mm. fucking waffle because it's so well or communicated. It, yeah, go, it exactly. blows up. It blows up on TikTok. With a weight Instagram. behind their name yeah, as well. Exactly. Next thing you know, it's got millions of views, and people are like fucking lapping it up. And then me, me, Tom, and other people in the industry will look at it and go, "What? <laughs> what, yeah. what is it? <laughs> what?" <laughs> but the thing is, as well, is that they might find like a, a new finding or a study, and they'll just conflate everything mm. in there, and they'll yeah, make exactly. it seem a lot more prominent, or no, sorry, important than what it actually is, mm. or groundbreaking than what it is, whereas like when we, so for example, what was we, what the fuck was we talking about last week? There was a couple of subjects, weren't there, but for all the subjects we was talking about, we were saying, oh, however, this is in the context of. Oh yeah, sure, yeah, 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 so we were talking about um, ice bath hype, plant-based strength training, and then we've got um, artificial sweeteners with the who thing, That's it. and then gut training. So straight away, we didn't like go sensationalist here and say, no, oh, no. yeah, the who is corrupt. It's saying that artificial uh, sweeteners are bad for you. We're actually, yeah. we were saying they're giving these guidelines in the context of etc. Whereas I find like a lot of like uh, sensationalist. Like- you know what, you know, Tom, you know, I, got, I was just thinking then what, what, what would have happened if we were like a sensationalist podcast is we would have got that. And then we could have spiraled it to, what else the who fucked up on? The who, oh, their COVID guidelines. Oh, then we could have gone, well, they're actually controlled by the government. Oh, it's a big government conspiracy. Basically, we could have easily, you could easily spiral that into some really viral content just by making, rand, not making shit up, but just basically chain linking other things onto what was Listen, originally a completely different topic. if I really wanted to, I could say, you know, actually the best way, actually there's research out there that actually shows that the best way to absorb, you know, Vitamin D is actually by staring directly into the sun. But the WHO actually advise against you staring directly into the ah. sun because they want to keep you sick. They want, they want to you to buy their easier, products. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently the WHO makes yeah. products now. <laughs> <laughs> big, big wholesalers. Your, your uh, coupon jeller. I just want to make it clear. Obviously, we started this conversation talking about Huberman. We're not saying all of this stuff we just said is what yeah. Huberman does. Um, he's not. He's not obviously that. He's just funny to talk about because he actually, if you look at him from a personal point of view, he's actually quite funny in terms of he takes the banter quite well. Yeah, yeah. And I he, don't um, think. Oh, see, I want to say I don't think he's a he's a, he's a bad person, but it does come yeah. down to. So this is what I went to say earlier, um, and I kind of got lost in my own babbling, but. He is a very smart guy, and he has kind of just sold his soul in the sense that he knows what he's saying is, you know, 
a bit far out there, but he knows it gets views. Or maybe he generally does believe this stuff, in which case that could be quite alarming as well. To be fair, though, like uh, there's other things for me to worry about. He's just become a bit of a meme at this point. Yeah, he's, he's become. And I've just jumped onto the bandwagon a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So if if you are also one of the people being kept up at night, at our apparent yeah um, dislikes or something. we've not we don't we don't dislike him. Yeah, but he he is an entertainer. Let's say. Yeah. You know, he's exactly, designed yeah. for those sixty second. You know, that, no, 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 those thirty second TikTok reels. Where mm. you'll have Huberman speaking, but it'll be a video of someone fucking playing Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, playing you know, Rocket League. Or scraping League, yeah. paint out of a bucket. Yeah, or paint you know. of slime. Whereas, I'll, I'll be honest with you, the best way you're probably going to retain information is from the less Gucci, more boring, but more nuanced mm. kind of like uh, mm-hmm. speakers out there. Absolutely, yeah. Not like me, cuts, by the way. Apparently. Because I, 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 I personally like to fail controversy. I already mentioned my 9-11 joke for the patrons earlier. You did, yeah. God, that's a bit yeah. of a tease there, isn't it? That's, if that doesn't get you signing up, I don't know what will. <laughs> God, unless you're a I shouldn't really laugh. That, that sounds terrible. I shouldn't laugh. Yeah. It, it, it was a joke. It was a joke. It was Involving all the... an ice cream van. And what else did it involve? What was your An ice cream one? van, a hot dog. A barbell. A barbell. Do, do you know what? Scott rack. Just forget I said anything. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's get back to the uh, paper. Fucking hell, we had this podcast can actually be longer than it should have been. Um, so we're looking back to the, this. Let's get back. Let's get back to the uh, research paper at hand. Then, so we did some Instagram polls as well, which is something we're going to hopefully do more of because, as I said, we're streamlining the podcast to one topic. So hopefully, we'll have polls out on every single topic um, or some sort of question to get your guys' feedback. So if you're not following us on Instagram at Chat Shit Get Fit Podcast, links in the show notes. Um, so the questions were asked was the first one. Very vague, very well, vague, sorry, um, very simple, as in it was just two options. When do you work out? Morning or evening? Tom, what do you think the results were? For more favourable mm-hmm. training, um, I'm going to say, oh, do, do you know what? I want to say morning. Mm-hmm. I would personally say morning. However, the biohacker in me is saying, no, 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 because in the morning our fight or flight response is going too high. So it's probably the evening. As 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 apex predators, you know, probably the evening. Yeah, but when do you when do you think most people would say like the people listening our podcast listeners? When do you reckon they will they would put? Well, most of them aren't normies, so I'm gonna say morning. Yeah, so we had 22 people respond with morning, and seven people respond with evening. So it's a big 22 to seven. Yeah, so big big um big disparity there. Um, and then the next one was. We've got two questions. So I basically put, do you think it will make a difference when you do work out? So I'll put yes, no, not sure. And then I put why, okay? Where some people put both. <laughs> like they messaged, they DM'd and said both. <laughs> I thought, fuck it, right, animals, machines. Um, but basically 14 people said yes, it does make a difference. But we'll come on to, because obviously we're going to look at this from an anecdotal point of view and then a data point of view because it's very different. There's differences in terms of preference and outcomes, right? Um, then four people put no and then five put not sure. Um, I'll rattle through some of the responses and we'll, we'll come onto these a bit more in depth when we go through um, the more of the anecdotal stuff. So if I just read these out then, <laughs> some crackers here. So um, someone put, because I can't be asked to go after a day's work. Yeah. Um, I'm always more motivated in the evening, but always assumed morning is better. I don't know why. Interesting. Um, I am less likely to talk myself out of going in the morning. Okay, that's fair enough. I suppose you're up and up, aren't you? Um, yes, more energy and less stress in the morning than I would by the time I go in the evening. More energy in the morning. 
someone put energy levels i feel like i've got more energy and motivation um that was for whatever response they put bad day i think can affect a strength session more than a cardio session sets me up for the day something positive before the rest of the day starts and then last one for me the morning for cardio as it will be fasted and waits in the evening as i'm fueled from a day of eating interesting hmm those responses a couple of them were more like they think something's going to happen depending on the time and a majority of them were more anecdotal it sounded like it was more their personal preference which is going to be quite important to this conversation um so if we go through the background of this study which is quite good because it links to some of our older episodes on uh, from the news um current recommendations for physical exercise include information about the frequency intensity type and duration of exercise however to date there are no recommendations on what time of the day one should exercise the aim was to perform a systematic review with meta analysis to investigate if the time of day of exercise training in intervention studies influences the degree of improvements in physical performance or health related outcomes right so what they've obviously identified there is that we've got the who guidelines which we mentioned numerous times in the podcast telling you how often you should work out um, how many times a week for how long for you know intensity of the exercise you know vigorous moderate or what sort of buzzwords but there's nothing out there saying when you should you know what's better yeah. for you should you do it when you get up should you do it before you go to bed should you do it in the middle of the day so this paper's basically come out to, to hopefully answer i mean question. one thing i've got to mention it's kind of mad because uh so it says they screened like just over 14,000 articles, right? Yeah, fucking loads in it. But with this mate analysis, they kind of only included 26. So it's kind of mad, like out of over 14,000, they only found 26 that fit their criteria. Mm. So yeah, I thought that was kind of crazy, actually. Yeah. Well, it doesn't surprise me because even with the 26 they chose, they do mention, if I go through the key points, I'll quickly fast forward to this last one because it just talks about what you said there. But they said, because most studies show large heterogeneities, so yes. variability, methodological limitations, and limited sample sizes, this review provides detailed recommendations in order to support performing high-quality studies on this topic in the future. Basically, there's so many different contexts um, that will depend. Like, so it's so context-dependent this topic. So, if you're looking for all these papers, every single one is going to be probably. We would be. We would be actually finishing each one of those papers. Of oh, you might feel you perform better in the morning in the context of this paper where it shows the population was from the Honduras. Yeah, from Honduras on people who do swimming. Yeah. Honduras to people who do golf. Or this paper Spain, here. who do rock climbing. You might be better in the evening. Yeah. in the Duration be, of exercises and, oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You, you might perform better in the evening, you know, in the context of, you know, your ginger, your pal, you don't do good in the sun. And you train outdoors. God, fuck it. That changed your personal tackles. <laughs> not me, obviously. Just for FYI, if you've never seen my video, I'm not ginger. But um, yeah, but basically there's a lot of context, which is why it's very, very difficult to be conclusive on this. But that being said, here are some of the other key points that this paper defined is that there is little evidence for or against the hypothesis that exercising at a certain time of day is more beneficial than exercising at any other time of day in order to improve performance-related outcomes, anthropometrics, cardiovascular health outcomes, or cardiometabolic health outcomes. But 
Regarding performance race outcomes, there is some evidence that performance is positively altered when the time of testing and training coincide, i.e. morning training improving morning performance. One thing to note with this though is that this is only found in males doing jump height assessment. So once again, context. In the context you know, of. In the context of being a man doing a jump height assessment. But I understand that point because if you're, if you do, if you, I don't know, if you're doing let's say you're training to do the best park run in the world and your 5k park run is 10 a.m every saturday morning it makes more sense to train at that time of day because that is the time of day you're going to be doing the race on right but do you know what bill sorry to go way back in time here but we could <laughs> have, if we'd not said oh in the context of you know people just do the countermeasure jump was a countermeasure jump sorry jump height assessment yeah. sorry the jump height assessment mm. then we could have been very sensationalist here and just said yeah no actually this paper shows that it's mm. better to exercise just in general, you know, it's yeah. better to exercise in general at this specific time. And this is what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, earlier, yeah. Very easy to. Uh, but obviously, you have to make make a point of what the actual paper was looking at, right? Um, but yeah, obviously, it matters. I go back to that 5K run thing. It makes sense because I'll give you an example. If you're training for that 10 a.m. park run every Saturday, if you start fucking training only in the evening, yeah. um, after you've had a whole day of eating, a whole day of work, it's going to be very different when you then do it at 10 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Like you've had less food in your system. You maybe you've just woken up. Um, you've not had any stresses to deal with beforehand. So it's, it's you're more likely to. It's going to reflect your outcome base. It's more specific. It's not. It's not like huge, but it makes sense if you think. I about mean, it like. I, 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 I'm trying not to fast forward to kind mm -hmm. of like my conclusion here, but kind of what you're saying there kind of links nicely into it. So sadly, I am going to kind of throw a bit of a spoiler alert in here. But the thing is, like, um, I do feel like because this is this is actually a question that I still personally get asked to to this day. Mm. Oh, is it better to train in the morning or the evening? And usually, my answer is they're not going to like it. It depends. Mm -hmm. It does depend. But the thing is, I think so many people assume not everyone, but I think a lot of people assume that oh, there might be a better time to train due to some kind of mechanistic reason in regards to your body's physiology. Like the mm. human, the human body in general prefers to train in the morning, or the human body in general might perform better in the evening. But actually, I think it's multifactorial and subjective to the individual. So what you just said there yeah. about the park run, you know, if you're used to doing ten a.m. park runs, mm. yeah, in the morning, but suddenly you start changing up in the evening, there's other things you might be overlooking. So we spoke very recently, in fact, last week, we spoke about how some food, you know can uh, affect the the gut yes, microbiome. Sure. Yeah, yeah, gut training, yeah. Yeah, it mm. can affect your performance, but yeah, you yeah. can adapt to that. Yeah. Well, what if, okay, you as a person, you've been training in the morning, you've yeah. adapted your eating Only had around a breakfast. that. breakfast. Exactly, yeah. you've adapted your eating around that, mm. but then suddenly you change it up to the evening and for you know... After dinner. After <laughs> no, dinner. On spag bowl. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. For all you know, for all you know, it could be that you perform worse... Not so much that mm -hmm. it's something inherently special about your physiology, but you're not used to eating yeah. that close in the evening to your activity. So that's just one one factor that could be at play. Not even definitely, mm -hmm. but could be at play. But do you yeah. see what I mean? That's just one thing that could be changing. Yeah. Another thing as well, you've got to consider like um, the social aspect. So for, I was going to say, oh, have you ever, but literally anyone that has ever been to a commercial gym has had this issue, I believe. Oh, and that is, busy. yeah, you go at a certain time and you know that at PM. that time it is fucking rammed or it's full of Shocker, school yeah. kids. 
Mm. And because of that, you're pissed off, you can't get onto equipment, so you're going to perform shit anyway. It's not necessarily anything physiologically going on with you. It's just stress is fucking for the It's just the stress of, for fuck's sake, these little cunts keep on, you know, bumping <laughs> into the barbells, you know, as I'm trying to do my mm. bench press or my squat or whatever, you know, as opposed to the morning where it's more adult. And to be honest with you, my bias is the morning. And it's for that reason. It tends to be, it doesn't necessarily have to be quieter because 6 a.m. are busy at my gym. Not as busy in the evening, but it's busy in a different sense. It's more mm. adult. Yeah. Whereas 5 p.m., I could go and do something at 5 p.m., exactly the same as what I'll do in the morning. Bump point, we could have a different workout, you know, because it's going to be surrounded by fucking kids just frustrating me. I've got that psychosocial aspect going on, mm. you know, so it's multifactorial. Yeah, lots of lots of things for it. Um, but I mean, the paper itself, if we, I mean, it essentially kind of, as Tom just said, it kind of supports our own thoughts on this. My uh, my outlook for this really is, is you should basically train whenever is most convenient for you and that you can be, cons- and it allows you to be consistent. You know, if you can, if you can train twice a week on a Tuesday and Thursday to say at 6am, because that's when you've got time to do so and you can go consistently at that time, train at that time. Don't start thinking, oh, but I should really train in the evening that time or, oh, I should really try and squeeze in a third time but then you get stressed about it then you don't go another day because you fucking yeah. get stressed about it, blah, blah, blah. Try and do it, try and train when it's convenient for you and can be consistent. A caveat to that though is that people say, because I always think, people always say, oh, routine's great, you know, just find two, three days ago, just go every single time. However, life isn't that linear sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so trying to say to yourself, okay, oh, I can hit Tuesday and Thursday morning at 6am every time but don't hold yourself like don't fucking prison yourself to that time frame if you can't go at those times but then let's say suddenly a friday morning becomes free go on the friday morning go when you can basically go when you can don't stress about it there's no there's no major as we just kind of alluded to there's no major difference in terms of outcomes if we look at it from a research point of view obviously subjectively yeah. you know you'll have different experiences but think of the been a bigger picture go when you can because it's going to be better to do nothing at all. Some people sometimes will be like, oh, you know, it's not great. But basically doing something is better than nothing. So try and just go when you can. Obviously, it's great if you can go consistently. If you can have a nice, convenient routine, great. Um, but the key is just go when you can. Don't worry when it is. If you've got like, I don't know, half an hour at lunchtime and you happen to live not work next door to a gym, jump in the gym for half an hour if you can. Like go on a treadmill, whatever. Yeah. Go on a little bike, whatever. Just basically try and fit it into your schedule wherever you can. Don't stress about certain times and think, oh God, I've got to do it at this time. I've got to do it in the yeah. morning. I've got to do it in the evening, blah, blah, blah. No, I agree with you 100%. Mm. Uh, an extra caveat to that. <laughs> go on. <laughs> a caveat on top of the caveat is if you are training for a specific goal, that does take place at a certain time. Mm. So we were saying about, oh, you know, like if... if if you're training for, I know it sounds mad, but like night runs. So, you know, those uh, Spartan races, they actually have mm. one that takes place in the fucking dark. You've got to have a head yeah. torch on. So a little thing about maybe doing your runs in the evening instead, you maybe prioritise that simply because your body gets used to doing that movement in the evening. Any kind of eating you do around that time might adapt over time to more fit that time frame as well. But once again, like it, it completely depends. Depends on you. I mean, what would you say your, what's your personal preference, Tom? Oh, morning for sure. As I said, it's mm. mostly to do with, well, actually there's several reasons why, and um, some people might relate to this. One of the major ones is it's a different crowd in the morning. You get more kind of serious people. Mm. The other thing is, is that if I wake up in the morning and I go and do some form of training, that's banked for the rest of the day. What does tend to happen is people might have a shit day and then at the end, they might either think, 
if they, if they don't turn off the session altogether, they might go and do the session anyway, and there's a chance that they might perform shit because they've had a shit day anyway. Yeah, or okay. they've they've knackered themselves out doing something else. Not yeah. guaranteed, by the way. Some people might have the complete opposite effect. They might have had a shit day, but then go into the gym and smash it because they're fucking angry. Plus, if that's only something that's <laughs> convenient for you, you know, just get in there and do it. You know, it's yeah. Don't don't think because oh, you've had a long day, it's going to affect your performance. Yeah, and what if you do it every day consistently at that time? You'll 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 start to adapt to that um, yeah. stress of being tired after you've worked out uh, after a day of work. And I don't think it's something that has to be consistent. You know, like if you're just training for the, if you're just like general population and you're training recreationally, mix and match it. I don't think it's going to be a massive difference. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very subjective. You might end up being one of those people that love training in the morning, but then there might be a week where you have a really shit session in the morning and then sometime you go in the evening and actually it's really good. Like who knows? Mm-hmm. It's completely subjective. You know, it's, there's no magic ball here that's going to tell you, oh, it's definitely going to be great or it's definitely going to be bad. I think I think I'm the same though in terms of morning. Like, if I give you an example now, like you might be able to hear that I'm very sedated, I'm fucking knackered, but it's because I I find if I go first thing in the morning, it's done. Then one actually, do, I do feel more energized afterwards because you know you're you're alert, you've obviously exercised, blah blah blah. But it's because I know that I've just I've just been asleep. I'm more fresh in the yeah. evening after after a day fucking day of working. Whatever you can sort of feel quite tired and lethargic. Yeah. And the last thing for me, I mean, yeah, obviously I could, you know, get some discipline to go anyway, but I just feel fucking tired. So the last thing yeah. I want to do is go to a gym and start throwing barbells around, fucking smash myself doing burpees and fucking yeah. God knows what else. So personal preference say, to me is always in the morning. But then you could say going in the morning is a discipline anyway. Yeah, exactly. You have to get yeah. up in the morning, 100%. Yeah, so there is. And you could also argue the fact that you've not had that much food in the system. Some people don't even eat before they go yeah. to the gym in the morning because they have not had, like, they get up and go straight to the gym. So there's all these other little things which can come into it. Um, but once again, it all just boils down to what do you prefer? I mean, anecdotally, I could give you the duality of man here with two of my clients, you know, where like I've had one client where we we changed their sessions from the evening to the morning. Mm. And they absolutely loved it simply mm. because what they was doing was they was having really shit days at work, et cetera, and coming to the gym and it's like just not feeling it. Whereas they suddenly realized that actually if I got to train in the morning and I banked it, no matter what happens in the day from then out, you know, they actually feel good about themselves that, well, at least I managed to get some training today. And actually it kind of like helped them relax and, you know, manage the stress of life and work in general between those times. And then uh, I've had another client where actually I've had them just fucking yawning in my face the whole time in the morning. <laughs> yawning in your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then suddenly we've done like an evening session and it's been like a completely different person I've been training mm. with, you know. It's so subjective, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's subjective. basically the key, the key takeaway with this is obviously we've brought some data in to kind of bolster things up, but essentially it is just yeah. what we and me and Tom have said for, from day one is that what do you prefer what what do you actually prefer? What you know? What do you like doing more? Yeah, I mean, like there's all this talk about you know chronotypes and uh, circadian rhythms and fucking all sorts. But honestly, like it's, it's what we've repeatedly said over time: the body is an ecosystem. Hmm. Your performance is going to be dependent on so many factors other than just. And let's face it, mate. Morning let's just, or evening. Let's, just, let's go back to those guidelines for a second. We've mentioned it a few weeks ago. The adherence to the guidelines, which is not very high, by the way, is fucking low, especially when it comes to resistance training, so going to the gym and lifting weights. It's low. The last thing you want to be telling people is, oh, you need to go to the gym at this time because of your fucking 
A B C D E F G rhythm and your fucking A B C D E F G gut. It's like fucking hell. Just yeah. we need people to go in the first place. Stop stop worrying about these little marginal bollocksy things you that know. probably don't even mean much, and just go to the gym. When do you want to go to the gym? Okay, go to the gym. When do you prefer going to the gym? Great, go then. Some of the claims I have, I, I've heard. Um, I can't even fucking pinpoint where I've heard them from. It might be from clients, YouTubers other PTs has been like, oh yeah, maybe don't train in the morning because uh, your fight for flight system is going fucking haywire and they can't mm. exactly tell me what they mean by that. Or oh, what was the fucking other one? And this one was actually quite recently. I'll come back to you on that. I can't remember. <laughs> Brilliant. Sorry. And that's all this. That's all the news this week, wasn't it? But, um... <coughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you set me off. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we go back to some of those points as well, a lot of people kind of echoing as well what, what we've said is kind of energy in the morning, as in like by the end of the day, they just feel fucked. They just cut like they just can't be asked. Yeah. At the end of the day of work, it's like pff, knackered. So if we just kind of wrap up here with our conclusion, essentially is when do you prefer working out? Go and work out. Yeah. Don't worry about all these little things. Obviously, the only little marginal bit of evidence which kind of shows some benefit of a certain time domain is when you coincide your testing and your training time, right? So, And maybe a big jump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you know you're going to be testing your fucking squat bench and dead on a fucking Monday morning, yeah, maybe you should, you know, if you're training in the mornings consistently, you're more, you maybe get a better performance outcome than if oh, you were to be fuck. training in the evening every time. I just remember what the other one was. Because it was a PT that actually said this, and I had to walk away from him. It says years ago now, though. Um, they said it's better to train in the evening because by then your synovial fluid has increased. What? Basically, your joints have been extra yeah, jo- lubricated. <laughs> Fucking hell. What the fuck? You know? Is it like as a reservoir? Like you've got a little fill up system that every night it drains and then you wake Dripping. up in the morning and it starts <laughs> filling up again? My, my, my shoulders are dripping. <laughs> yeah. what weird well lubricated God, fucking PTs for you don't it Jesus Christ if um, you want a really good biohacking tip um, the guy that created Vaseline apparently used to eat a spoonful a day I don't know what he thought was going to happen but maybe it'll increase your <laughs> so I know guys you know what I said we're going to focus on one topic to really like hone in and hopefully get some big takeaways I feel like all you're going to leave like, leave now with is oh a spoonful of Vaseline yeah. there you go there's a takeaway for you <laughs> just eat order a spoonful of Vaseline <laughs> Spoonful of Vaseline. I think that's a good place to end it, guys. Um, Obviously, that's all the news this week. That is the only piece of news. We will be back next week with some more fucking one piece of news. (laughs) I haven't decided what it's going to be. It's great, but the conclusion this week is just do what you want. Do what you want, yeah. I feel like this is kind of like... We've been going for fucking ages as well, bearing in mind that that is literally the takeaway. Just do what you want. I think like people be extremely surprised at how many questions could be answered with it probably doesn't matter as much as you think it does yeah it doesn't yeah exactly yeah and there'll be people probably there'll probably be people messaging after this as well yeah but what about in this context what about in this? yeah well if it's in that context well, yeah in that context yeah in that context know. great yeah but we'll talk about like a general broad thing if you're ginger and pale skinned yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe not in the peak context. of summer 12, 12 are you a vampire okay in that context yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah <laughs> fuck's sake. Sake. but it's, it's, it's so many contexts so that, that's what it's going to come down to but as an overall broad brush statement whenever you want to whenever you prefer get yourself in the gym and enjoy the gym right don't get stressed about different times fucking hell. even if you're a professional athlete it's not going to fucking make the world's matter difference the, the point is get in when you can do the training you know that's going to be the biggest impact not when you go to the gym really so yeah unless you're afraid of the dark in this context train the day <laughs> guys um 
quick quick reminder obviously patreon if you want to see this in full video format um if not it's been a pleasure as always and we will see you next week same time same place for some more the fitness news see you soon see you soon (laughs) 